0: The Black Knight by Edward Burrow Brownlow, read for LibriVox.org by Alan H. Staples, July 26th, 2017, in the United States of America. To King Banalin's court there came, from divers lands beyond the sea, A score of knights with hearts aflame, with love for Lady Ursule, Whose wondrous beauty and air-fame were sung by Europe's minstrelsy each lord in retinue did bring a noble and a princely band whose deeds the troubadours did sing through length and breadth of christian land and each by turn besought the king the favour of his daughter's hand but spake the king to each brave lord when first the sun shall shine in may a tourney in the place-yard we do appoint and on that day who holds his own with spear and sword shall take our daughter fair away whereat the lady Ursula, blanched as a lily of the veil for many moons had waned since she first pledged her love to sir Verail, and for that sick to death was he her trembling lips turned ashen pale the heavy scent of musk and myrrh hung all about the inner room dim taper lights did faintly stir to life the arras through the gloom she bade her handmaid bring to her the treasure-box that held her doom With lightest touch a secret spring upraised the silver casket's lid. She took therefrom a golden ring, a broken coin, a heart hair-thrid, And many a sweet and precious thing, wherein her plighted troth was hid. Then welcome death, if death it prove, she said, And kissed with lips still pale each sweet remembrance of his love. I will not fail thee, Sir Vareil, though from thy couch thou canst not move To don for me thy coat of mail unto the chapel straight she went and knelt before the altar-stone her face within her hands as she bent praying with many a tear and moan until the day was well nigh spent when came a beadsman she had known o father join thy prayer with mine the life of sir varel to save o plead then at our lady's shrine for health to one so young and brave for i will wed with help divine no other lord this side the grave the holy friar knelt him there and crossed him, and began to tell, his beads each counted for a prayer, until the sound of Vesper Bell stole through the darkling twilight air, and warned them of the day's farewell. His beads each counted for a prayer, until the sound of Vesper Bell stole through the darkling twilight, and warned them of the day's farewell. Each day at morn and noon and night, her trusted handmaid she did send to learn of her beloved knight, in life's estate was like to mend, and on the eve of April's flight, this message came her heart to rend. Tell thou, my lady fair, he said to her who bore the answer back, tomorrow will I leave this bed and wear my suit of armor black, tomorrow will I win the wed, or lose both life and life alack. The lady Ursule knew well he could not rise, so ill was he, and shuddered as her maid did tell his dying state. THEN FORTH DID PASS UNTO THE CHAPEL, AS THE BELL PROCLAIMED THE HOLY EVENING MASS. THE MORROW BROKE WITH GOLDEN RUSH, AND CHASED THE GLOOM OF THE NIGHT AWAY. THE PIPE OF BLACKBIRD, SONG OF THRUSH, ROSE WITH THE SKYLARKS' ROUNDELAY. THE WILD FLOWERS STARTED WITH A BLUSH, TO MEET THE FIRST BRIGHT MORN OF MAY. THE PLACEYARD WAS ALL PREPARED, BRIGHT-HUED PAVILIONS STOOD AROUND, THE BANNERS WAVED, The armour glared, the eager steeds tore up the ground, and twenty princes who had dared the tourney in the lists were found. The king and queen, on day's throne, received each knight on bended knee, but like an image carved in stone sat lovely Lady Ursulae, and none who saw her would have known, for the tourney was to be but one there knelt in sable mail of whom the king in accents rude did ask his name and why this bale of armour black he did intrude he answered i am sir Varail. long months thy daughter have i wooed and by this sable suit i wear this sterling blade of spanish steel this iron shield and trusty spear but chiefly by the love i feel i ask to wife thy daughter fair and that proud king is why i kneel when Lady Ursula that voice did hear, Her heart beat high with fears, Her troubled soul did half-rejoice, And memory filled her eyes with tears. But as she smiled upon her choice, There fell a clash of shield and spears. Night after night was overthrown, Some ready for the bier and shroud, At last the black knight stood alone, And in the air applause rang loud, As proudly strode he to the throne, Pursued by all the noble crown. Then cried the king, Write, nobly one, Most puissant, worthy, sir, Vareil, I would the words be well undone, That erst in anger I did rail. The knight replied, Words injure none, And after grief doth not avail. And now, O king, thou soon shalt wist, Thy daughter is forever mine, And when thy loving liegemen miss, Both thee and all thou callest thine, They shall recall the black knight's kiss, And know that love hath power divine. Then at the lady Ursule, the black knight looked, And she arose. But what strange visage she did see, That his raised visor did disclose, Is still an awful mystery, Which only that dead lady knows. For when her eyes of luster rare gazed there, Where none could see a face, A flash of lightning rent the air, And passing in a moment's space, The black knight was no longer there, and of his deed, there was no trace. All looked at Lady Ursula, who blushed with love like any bride. No power can take my soul from thee. I come, I come, she faintly cried, and swooned in arms held hastily, and smiling closed her eyes and died. But who the black knight was none knew. Though one said who had second sight, he watched a raven as it flew in circles, slow, and did alight, Upon the tourney ground, and grew into a sable horse and knight. By some it is believed and said that Sir Verrail gave one deep sigh, and turned himself on his sick bed, and muttered a low welcome cry, and ere the watchers knew was dead, as his dear lady's soul passed by. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.